0: hey y'all welcome to the first episode of the scripture sisters
1: in this episode we're going to be discussing whether or not god endorses genocide the israelites had just escaped egypt and were told to go into the promised land but the canaanites were already living there because of this, God commanded them to kill the Canaanites and this raised the question if God endorses genocide.
0: So the first main issue that many scholars have with the killing of the Canaanites is the fact that they believe that God is xenophobic or he doesn't like other nations other than Israel. He favors Israel. Um, but um in genesis and exodus in the beginning of the old testament it was actually shown that god commanded his people to show kindness to um be kind to the foreigners that were living in israel at the time and it also is shown in the old testament that god's judgment always falls on those who are practicing evil whether they're gentile or jewish as shown whenever israel was split into judah and the northern and southern kingdom because they were evil. They had gone so far from God. It wasn't just because that the Canaanites were um, not Jewish. It was because they were so evil that they would have corrupted Israel. They were corrupting other nations and God didn't want that. It wasn't necessarily because the Israelites were so good that they were able to get the land that they were Um, God allowed them to get the land. It was that the Canaanites were so wicked. And this leads to the next point that some scholars say that, well, the Canaanites, um, they didn't know God. Like They had practiced their um, religion that was polytheistic. They were only doing what their parents and their grandparents and all their other people had done. So how are they supposed to know that what they were doing is wrong? But it's shown that everyone has a moral compass. Um, They know right right from wrong. Even those that aren't followers of God, they still have. They know that murder is wrong. They know that these things are wrong. So they should they should still be held accountable for their sins because um, they knew. Like for example, Rahab, she knew um, better. Like she knew that God was there. Like just because she was a foreigner, she still recognized God, so they could still recognize and submit to God, and he would show mercy, and he would show his love to them. Um, And also, it's not just that the Israelites just suddenly decided that they wanted, like, they weren't the ones who decided to kill the Canaanites. God, that was a godly thing. If God had not commanded them that, then Israel would be in the wrong. But there's a requirement of special revelation, which means that without clear godly guidance, Israel would have been wrong in attacking the Canaanites. But because, because God did give them that clearance, they weren't. Like for example, in Numbers 14, in Joshua 7, Israel went into battle without God's permission, without his approval. And they were defeated. Um, Israel was taken to in exile into captivity a lot because of the fact that they did things um, that went against God's will. So it wasn't just the fact that um, he was favoring Israel, it was also the fact that Cain was just wicked and they were impacting and corrupting all these other nations. And Israel was supposed to be the set apart nation for God. And so if they were, to, if Israel were to live in the promised land alongside them, they would be corrupted. Um, and also, um, it is shown that in the book of Joshua, um, it's not necessarily that all of the Canaanites, everybody was killed, even women and children. Because in that time and age, Moses, Joshua, in the Near East, the ancient Near East, there was lots of hyperbole in the language especially written language such as telling about battles or wars or something like that the language such as all young men and women it was stereotypical it wasn't supposed to be taken literally so the places that the israelites attacked they were probably such places such as like military strongholds places maybe the people attacked them first instead of them being the ones who started the attack so Israel wasn't necessarily killing like women and children who were innocent. They were killing people who had attacked them, um, soldiers. And most scholars believe that this is the language that was being used because it was so common in that time period. and speaking of killing the children, just because um, just because um, you, the Israelites, even if the Israelites had killed children, it wouldn't necessarily have been like a bad thing because they obviously would have gone straight into the presence of God because like young children, they can't know God. But just because Israel, just because the Israelites were the ones who did kill those children, if they did, they weren't the ones who brought that about. God did. So you, these actions are not supposed to be for every nation for all time. They were just for that one specific purpose. So Somebody couldn't necessarily say, um, I'm going to go kill these children because they will just go straight to the presence of God. That was like a thing that God commanded the Israelites and only the Israelites for that time period to take the promised land. It wasn't something for all nations.
2: The canaanites were really wicked and that's the main reason why god wanted to drive them out of the promised land some scholars say that the canaanites weren't really that evil they were just mirroring their religion and the gods they believe in even though they were just practicing their religion they were still doing very immoral and evil acts so god had to punish them because he holds all nations to that standards of goodness the language that is used in these chapters is really exaggerated In this culture, they use figurative language when talking about wars, battles, and taking over other nations. Because of this, the language that is used when discussing all of the Canaanites being killed is probably an exaggeration. Most likely, the author was just capturing the fact that God's commands have been fulfilled completely, not that innocent women and children have been killed. God's commands specified on getting rid of the pagan religion of the Canaanites, not necessarily the people. In Judges, it is written that some still survive, so it can be proved that the Canaanites' people were not completely destroyed. Some people question whether God favored the Israelites or treated other nations harshly. They say that forgiveness and mercy were shown only to the Israelites, not to foreign nations. However, God actually commanded His people to be kind and loving to the foreigners living in Israel. Being a non-Israelite did not prevent people from becoming members of the community. The only reason these people were thought of negatively was because of their idolatry and paganism.
3: Some scholars claim that God endorses genocide, though it only seems this way to us due to the wording of Scripture and the difference in the society today and the culture back then. The Canaanites did not worship God. Some claim that due to the fact that they did not know God, that they did not have a chance to be saved. But even without knowing of God, they still should know what is wrong and what is right. They still should have a moral compass. Humans were designed to reflect our Creator. We as Christians reflect God. The Canaanites, on the other hand, worship many idols who they began to reflect, and some would defend the Canaanites by saying they were just practicing their religion. But even without knowing God or scripture, they should have been able to tell their deeds were wrong. They had moral awareness, but disregarded it. They were capable of reform and improvement. They did have a chance to be right with God. God reveals himself through reason, human experience, and creation. God's reasoning behind his command to kill the Canaanites was due to their moral corruptness. To some, God's command seems harsh, and they would argue that the Israelites weren't righteous either. But God did not give the Israelites Canaan due to their righteousness, but due to the Canaanites' wickedness. And although the Israelites weren't perfect, they still had a very different lifestyle than others at the time. God wanted Israel to be morally and theologically separate from the people around them. God did not want the Israelites to surround themselves with morally corrupt people. Another claim is that God is intolerant due to the fact that he commands to have no other gods before him, and some would ask why non-Israelites couldn't worship whatever god they wanted. God did want other nations to be saved, and he didn't want to have any other gods worship before him because he is the one true God. Not all the Canaanites were killed. Joshua exaggerates in his telling of the events. Some Canaanites stayed in Canaan, and some were just driven out of the land. Joshua was not trying to mislead anyone. He was just speaking in a language that was common at the time. God didn't only punish the Canaanites. He punished everyone, even the Israelites. God didn't treat anyone differently, but the Canaanites had gone past the point of no return. They were too morally corrupt. But even through their sin, God still loved them but he had to punish them. Even though this punishment seems unfair to us today, it did not seem that way in the culture back then. God knows what he is doing and what is fair. All we can do is just trust in him.
1: In the Old Testament, God commands the Israelites to kill the Canaanites after their enslavement in Egypt. Of course, this brings up an ethical issue and raises the question if God endorses genocide. The Canaanites were a very immoral group of people and they allowed and encouraged incest, adultery, homosexual acts, child sacrifices, and many other sins similar to this. Of course, they weren't the worst people that existed during this time but God considered them ripe for his divine judgment. He didn't only target the Canaanites. He threatened many other nations that crossed the moral line. And this judgment wasn't something that just happened back then. It still happens today, but we don't recognize it as easily. A question that gets asked a lot is why did the Israelites get away with what they did? They had the divine guidance and the approval of God, and without this, they wouldn't be able to kill all these people. In the Bible, it says that we should not surround ourselves with poor lifestyles. So this created an internal struggle with the Israelites because the Canaanites were around them, and they didn't want to be encouraged to do many of the acts that they were doing. One argument that a lot of people use is that the Canaanites had their religion and traditions passed down from generations to generations. But even if this is true, God reveals himself through conscious reasons, human experience, and creation. So they had many opportunities to turn away from their sins, and they chose not to. People also have a moral compass, so they knew in their hearts that what they were doing was wrong. Another problem with this time in the Old Testament is Joshua is a little overdramatic in his telling. It's not because he's being misleading, but because this was just the language of the time, and he was telling it in that way. Israel didn't fight just to kill the Canaanites; they fought because God told them to, and they were just being defensive and trying to like protect their religion and not sacrifice what they had with God. Another nation that threatened Israel is Midian, and it threatened their spiritual and moral integrity. The Midianites actually wanted to lead the Israelites to pagan worship, so this just shows that God really wasn't just targeting the Canaanites, and He actually cared what other nations were doing too. Um, like the Canaanites, the Midianites also had many opportunities to turn away from what they were doing. All the nations that had threatened Israel knew what they were doing was wrong and continued to do it. It's Emily and Taylor here to talk about
2: inefficient means. Some think that God failed in his purpose as Israel still began
0: pagan idolatry and they still, um, like worshiped other idols. Or whatever, but it is shown that throughout Scripture, God does not always use the easy way, but works through like imperfect people to show grace, forgiveness, and faithfulness. And God is always sufficient, and He always gives the greatest satisfaction, even when He works through inefficient processes to accomplish redemption. All right, thank you all for listening to the first episode of the Scripture Sisters does God endorse mass genocide? And we hope you enjoyed um, while we covered these different topics about mass genocide of the Canaanites. And we hope that you learned something about God's motives in the lives of the Israelites in ancient Israel and the lives of everybody in their lives and God's will for them.